You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Okay, so you wanna know how to get more followers. I get it, everyone wants more followers because more followers means more clients, right? Well, wrong. An audience of the right followers with a good selling system is what means more clients. But you 100% need an audience to provide content to and to sell to. Without an audience, you are kind of talking to a blank wall. So I'm going to share my best tips and ways to ensure that people are clicking that follow button and you are growing that audience. But before I get into today's content, I just want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my free five-day challenge, So. Social Media 101 that is happening right now. We kicked off this Monday on February 10th with a group of over 1,500 women. And in that group, I am teaching you how to stop doing the things that aren't working on social media and start doing the things that actually do so that you can create that passion-filled and profitable business that you deserve. Ditch the overwhelm, get rid of all those pesky things that you are doing that are just wasting your time and start to bring some joy to your marketing game. So if you want to join us in this journey, as I said, we already kicked off this week, but you still have time to get in, then head to the link on the show notes page and you can join Social Media 101 now. But let's get into today's content. So first of all, how does someone find you? Well, there's a number of ways that someone can find you on social media. Now, once they find you, then you want to make sure that they actually click follow so that they can continue to see your content. Let's look at some of the ways that someone can find you. First of all, the algorithm could have served them up some content of yours that is relevant to other things that they've already engaged with. So the algorithm has said, yep, your content is something that they should be engaging with or are likely to engage with. So it's shown them your content. Maybe you've done a Facebook ad. Maybe someone's referred them to you. Maybe you have been active in a Facebook group or done a post in a Facebook group and they've seen you that way. Perhaps you have a face-to-face presence like you do markets or you have a shop front or you have engaged with other profiles. So your own engagement strategy has put your profile in front of that person. So as you can see, there are a number of ways that people can actually find you. But what you want to make sure is that when they do find you, that they click follow. So let's make sure that we understand exactly why someone follows us first. Well, a follow is really a value exchange. And what I mean by that is that they see value in you. So they give you the value back in terms of a new follower. So the key to this is that they have to see you can provide them with value, that you solve a problem that they have and or you improve their life in some way. When people aren't clicking follow, it's because you are not communicating your value proposition to them effectively through your content, your branding, and your profile. So let's have a look at how you can do that faster and easier so that you can get more people into your audience. 
Number one is to understand your niche or client avatar. Now I have spoken about this before and pretty much it almost comes up in every single episode, but that's because it's so important. It's important that you have a client profile, that you have a client avatar and that you understand it and that you understand the niche and the people that you serve. Because the sooner that you can bring this to life, the easier it's going to be for you to create content that speaks to your audience. It will help you create your bios, optimize your pages properly so that you can ensure that people are going to click that follow button. If you don't understand your niche, you don't understand your ideal client and you don't understand what they need from you, it's going to be really hard for you to communicate that across all the different parts of your channels and particularly ongoing through your social media content. So number one, my best tip is if you're going to start somewhere, start with your client avatar. Make sure that you understand who they are demographically and also from a point of their habits, their interests, what they're likely to do online, where they shop, what they eat, you know, a whole bunch of psychographics also go into understanding your client avatar other than just are they a woman between the age of 35 to 45 or a man between the age of 20 to 25. You know, there's a lot that goes into understanding your client avatar. So make sure that you understand it and that you have a clear direction of who it is that you're serving because this is going to make it easier for you to ensure that you can create content and profiles that get people to click. Number two is to communicate that immediately when they land on your profile. So communicate who you are and what you do and how you serve your ideal client as soon as they land on your profile. So let's break that down for Facebook and Instagram. So for Facebook, you want to make sure that there's a few things that are optimized there. Number one, your profile picture and your cover photo need to communicate really quickly who you are, what you do, and how they can get in contact with you. They are prime pieces of real estate on your social media profile for Facebook. The next thing you want to have a look at with your Facebook profile is that are your buttons optimized to send them to the next most logical place in your ecosystem? Is it a specific landing page or a sign up page for your email list or your website or your Facebook group? Is it to get them to call you or email you? Wherever it is that you need to send people, make sure that you are sending them there through those buttons as soon as possible. Now, when we get over to Instagram, it looks a little bit different. Facebook has a lot more functionality when it comes to profile optimization. And I am going to go through optimizing your profiles in a lot more depth in another episode. But for the purpose of this episode, I want you guys to just understand that optimizing your profiles is going to help people click follow. So particularly with those prime pieces of real estate that I spoke about, like your profile picture and your cover photo, make sure that they are easily recognizable as your brand and that they communicate who you are and what you do and who you serve so that people can decide really quickly because they make that decision in such a split second that they want to follow you and that you have value for them. Then you need to look at your content, but I'll get to that in a minute. Now let's have a look at your Instagram profile. Now it is a little bit different, as I said, to Facebook. Facebook has a lot more functionality inside your profile optimization. But with Instagram, 
Similarly, you also want to make sure that A, your profile picture is communicating who you are and what your brand is, but you also have um, a couple of other places in the Instagram profile that are really important as well. Now, your Instagram bio is a hero of your Instagram profile. You only have 150 characters here, so make sure that they count. Communicate it effectively and make it stand out with line breaks, emojis, hashtags if necessary, and ensure that you are telling people, again, exactly who you are, what you do, and who you serve, so that they can decide that the value that you can provide is value that they need. Then you also need to make sure, again, that your web link is optimized to the most logical place that you want to send people off of the platform. And for Instagram, you're probably going to look at needing to set up some some sort of link tree. So you can set this up yourself on your website or you can use apps like Linktree or Milkshake so that you can add multiple links into one URL page. Point three to get people to click that follow button. Ensure your branding and messaging is clear across all of your channels. Now this really flows on nicely from point one and point two. Because if you understand your ideal client and your niche and you are able to communicate this effectively, then your branding should be clear and concise across all of your channels. What I mean by this is that if your website has a specific style of branding and your social media pages look completely different, it can be really confusing for your audience. So if someone has found you, say through a Google search or they've been referred to you by a friend and they've looked up your website and then they've gone to find you on your social media channels and either your profile name doesn't match your business name or your branding doesn't look the same and they can't easily recognize who you are, then they may decide that you aren't the same account, that you're not the same business and that you aren't the account that they need to follow. So ensuring that your branding is clear and concise across all of your channels makes it easier for people to move through your ecosystem and ensure that they are clicking that follow button to stay connected with you on social media. Now, as far as your messaging goes, similar to your branding, you need to make sure that your messaging is the same across all of your channels for clarity. So if you've got a tagline or a mission statement that's clear and visible on your website, make sure that same message is clear and visible on your social media channels. Again, this helps contribute to that entire brand presence that is complete throughout your entire ecosystem of all the channels that you're on that makes it easier for people to identify who you are and understand that you provide them value, that you solve a problem and or make their life better in some way. Now, if you want some more juice on how to improve your branding across your social media channels or all of your channels or across your business and understanding your brand, then you can head to episode seven of the podcast where I interviewed Brody Rose and that entire episode was dedicated to the topic of branding. Now, my point number four on how to get people to click that follow button. Create content that speaks to your audience. Now, if you want to know more about strategy, I can highly recommend you go back and listen to episode five and episode 11. They were all around how to create a social media strategy that is going to be unique and works for your business. 
But as far as getting people to click that follow button, if they're finding you through content on the feeds in the sense that the algorithm has served them up content of yours that the algorithm has determined through their actions on the platform that your content is going to be something that is of value to them, then you want to make sure that your content is speaking to your audience. So again, all these things really do tie in together because if you understand your ideal client and your niche, then you will be creating content that speaks to them. If you understand your brand and your brand messaging, then it will be also clear in your content. So you will be communicating your message with clarity. You will be communicating your value proposition with clarity through your content. And you'll be making it really easy for people to see that you are someone that has something that they need, that you solve a problem or and you make their life better in some way. If you can communicate this through your content, when they see your content through their social media feed, perhaps in a Facebook group um, that you're engaging in, they'll be able to really quickly click over to that profile of yours, see that it's well optimized, understand exactly who you are and what you do and click that follow button. Point number five is to engage, to engage with other profiles to get more eyes on yours. Now, One of the things I really want to point out with this is to make sure that you're doing this authentically because one of the main and biggest drivers to get more people to find your profile and click on it is to have more people to see you. So if you're working in the organic marketing space on social media, engagement is one of the best ways that you can get more eyes on your profile. What I mean is you engaging with other accounts. So on Facebook, two of the best ways that you can do this is to engage with those that are already engaging with you, make sure you are taking the time to engage with those that are in commenting on your content because when people engage with your content, it pushes it out to more people like them. So if you engage back with them, this also counts as engagement. It's really important. The second thing you can do on Facebook is be active in Facebook groups where your ideal client is hanging out and get more people on your profile that way. On Instagram, you're looking at a similar thing. Make sure that you're engaging with those that are already engaging with you. Go out and find accounts that are your ideal client and start to engage with them as your business profile. And have a look at people who have a similar client to you, but are a non-competing business and engage with them as well. Because the people that are following them and engaging with their content are your ideal client. So engagement is a big way that you can organically ensure that you get more eyes on you and more eyes on what you do. But again, as I said, all these points all blend in together. If you've engaged with an account on social media and they land on your profile, make sure that you are communicating who you are and what you do with clarity very quickly so they can decide to give you that value exchange of a follow. Make sure that your content speaks to your ideal client and make sure that your branding and messaging is clear across all of your channels and through all of your content. So while it isn't just one thing that gets people to click that follow button, it is ensuring that your entire ecosystem and that all the things you're doing on social media communicate your unique value proposition so that people can really quickly in that split second decide to click that follow button. 
Now, once they follow you is when it starts to really get interesting. That's when you need to make sure that you're engaging them, that you are moving them through your funnel and that you have that complete selling system created and that you're working on it and using it effectively so that they can eventually become paying clients and customers. But Obviously, you need to get those people to follow you first so that you can do that. So let's go back through those five steps again. Number one, understand your niche and client avatar. Number two, ensure that you're communicating immediately when they land on your profile, who you are and what you do and how you serve them and that you provide them value that they need. Ensure that your branding and messaging is clear across all of your channels, including Facebook, Instagram, your website, your email marketing, or any other channels that you're on. Number four, create content that speaks to your audience and communicates that value proposition effectively. And number five, engage. Engage with those that engage with you and go out and find new people to engage with to get more eyes on your profile. And if you want more juice on how to help you with this, to grow your followers, to grow your brand, to grow your entire presence on social media, then I cannot highly impressed that you join Social Media 101 this week as we are running it. It will literally help give you so much clarity on how to get the most out of DIYing your socials and mastering them for good. Plus, you get my five-step formula for social media success. And if you're listening into this from the future, then head over to my website at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash free stuff. I do keep these tutorials open for a couple of weeks after the challenge has ended. So you may still be able to get in and access them that way, or it will tell you when I am running this challenge again so that you can get in early. Okay, guys, that's it for today. And until next time, stay classy. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy. Stay classy.